6.30 Chad presents The Elks This Week. A close-up look at the Elks and the Canadian Football League. Every week, we take you inside the game from the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 6.30 Chad. Here's Morley Scott. Good Saturday morning, football fans, and happy Easter to everyone. Hope you're all enjoying your Easter long weekend. Uh, coming up on the show today, a guy who played a couple of games for the Edmonton Elks last season, but you probably won't remember him. His name is Donovan Olumba. He's a defensive back, and we'll check in with him. Hey, if you want to talk football and go bowling at the same time, well, we've got the event for you. With the details on that, here's Quentin Eberts from the Pay It Forward with Football Group. We have our uh, second annual uh, family bowling fundraiser. Uh, it's going to be on Saturday, May the 6th, and it's going to be running from 1 to 4 p.m. Uh, the cost for that is going to be $25 per person. Uh, what that gets you is three games of bowling plus uh, a shoe rental. Uh, we're also having a silent auction, so... Uh, last year we had some uh, some pretty great items that went up for bid and, and people were able to take those home with them and and some door prizes. Uh, we're going to be joined by some Elks players as well. So it's uh, last year was a great time. So we're looking forward to to doing it again this year. Yeah, you mentioned second annual. So uh, last year was the first year. Tell me about how it went and uh, and how uh, I imagine it'd be just a great time because everybody's been starving to talk football with somebody else. So I imagine getting everybody together like that with some players was pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. We had, we had a great time. It was, uh, we had quite a few people come out and yeah, the, the excitement was certainly there uh, from the participants and even the Elks players themselves. Uh, the way it was kind of set up was kind of neat. It was, uh, you know, everybody was sort of set up on their lane. And then we had the Elks players were sort of jumping from lane to lane, filling in for people uh, on each team. So uh, the, the guys that were there last year from the team had a good workout. They had a good sweat on by the time it was done. Uh, everybody had a great time, you know, chatting and, and talking football and getting ready for the season and, and, we're looking forward to doing that again uh, this year. If people want to register, how do they do that? So if they want tickets, all they have to need to do is send us an e-transfer. So the uh, email address for that is payitforwardwithfootball uh, at gmail.com. So as soon as they send us an e-transfer, we flip over the e-tickets, and that's all they need to bring with them to the bowling event. Uh, you mentioned uh, the name of the organization, Paid Forward with Football, something that you began, I uh, think, about four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer now. But uh, tell me about uh, how it's going, how you kind of got it started, and what the goal is of Paid Forward with Football. Yeah, we started Paid Forward with Football our first official years back in 2019, and it, it's been it's been a fantastic initiative. You know, it's given back so much uh, since we started back back then. But this is going into year five now, I guess. And so what we do is we send people to every Edmonton Elks home games who might not have the ability to do so on their own. Um, and since that time that we've started, we've met some amazing people, both uh, that we sent to the games and actually people who have taken the time to tell us about people who they feel should go to a game. So uh, the whole thing has been remarkable. Um, it, the whole initiative started just through uh, my wife, Samantha, and myself, our love for the for the team, for the game. Um, we've had a lot of great things happen to us uh, through the game of football. So um, we decided, decided to start this initiative to start giving some of that back. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we're looking forward to another year this year where we're going to send a family of four to each and every uh, Empton Oaks home game. So we're really excited about that. Uh, you mentioned your wife Samantha. I know your relationship with her has been football based right from right from the first date, right? Yeah, absolutely. We started, you know, that was sort of how our relationship started. Was uh, you know, uh, we did the movie thing, we did the going out to dinner thing, and and then it was time to start, you know, 
you know, incorporating my love for, for football in the game and, uh, and taking Samantha to, to dates at, at Commonwealth Stadium. So that's sort of how our, you know, relationship really started to, to grow. Uh, we played on a flag football team together that, that really uh, helped things uh, along as well. So it's sort of always been there, right? It's sort of everything that we've sort of done together. There's sort of been a football connection there too. So it's uh, we're, we're grateful for that because it's, uh, it's, it's been a life experience for both of us for sure. Nice. So paid forward with football, uh, a bowling event coming up uh, May 6th. Uh, and I imagine you can get all the information on your Facebook page, correct? You betcha. So you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, also on Twitter. Uh, all our social media are at P4WFD. So you can get more information on that. And uh, yeah, we hope to get uh, to get everybody out there. It's going to be a great, uh, great experience. Uh, you know, some great prizes, some great fun. And even just to hang out with a couple of the Edmonton Elks players uh, before they get ready for camp is going to be uh, it's going to be pretty exciting as well, too. So we're looking forward to seeing everybody out there on, on May the 6th. Should be a good time. Quentin, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Marley. Appreciate it. Have a good one. So it's May 6th at the Bonnie Dune Bowling Lanes. You can check the Pay It Forward with Football social feeds for all the details. News of the week from the Edmonton Elks. A couple of players signed to contracts this week. The quarterback count is now up to eight again. The team this week inked Jarrett Doji, who uh, played out of Troy University last year after spending three seasons at West Virginia. He threw for 7,000 yards and 45 touchdowns combined in his college career. They also signed to a deal offensive lineman Your Majesty Sanders, six foot five, 280 pounds, just 23 years of age. He has played five seasons at Jackson. Olumba's got it. He's at the 45. He's at the 30. Down the sidelines. Taken down at the 10-yard line. Donovan Olumba's got his first CFL interception. The Elks have the football back. Big play for the defense. When we come back, Donovan Olumba on the Elks this week on 630 Chet. Now, more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Defensive back Donovan Olumba played in the final two games of the regular season last year for the Elks, picked up an interception in one of those games. He looked pretty good playing on the corner. He's in Edmonton now. In fact, he has been here for most of the offseason, and he's excited to get 2023 going. Man, I'm so excited. Like, um, we have so much to prove this year. Obviously, the past um, couple years haven't been the best but we're all about moving forward and um jake like jake charez and a whole bunch of our teammates together we've been getting together working out so we're we're definitely excited for this new season coming up you have stayed in edmonton for a lot of the off season have you not after playing for a couple of games at the end of last year how much time have you spent at edmonton um i got here around the beginning of february um i've been blessed to have one of my old teammates um daniel ross um, he's been helping me out, uh, like a, a bunch of our other teammates, Tomas, Jake, um, just allow me to be around them and to to allow myself to work out with them. And I'm just very appreciative of the culture that we've just started to build. Um, you know, um, that's really it. Like I had to go back home because I had surgery on my finger, but um, after that, I was after I got surgery, I was ready to come up and start working. Yeah, did you hurt that in in game action last year? Yes, in our last game against um, the BC Lions, it was broke, but I was able to get a pick from it. So I mean, you know, yes, like, yes, we'll talk about that a, a little bit uh, later on. First off, let's address being here. Um, you're from Nashville, I think you grew up in Arizona. Yes. Um, tell me, uh, tell me about spending a winter in Edmonton. 
It's definitely different. Like, um, like I will say, like, what's different is um, how everybody houses. You'll see the hockey nets and like the hockey sticks in front. Like, I've never seen that. Like, being from Arizona, everybody has like basketball hoops in every place, and even in Detroit. So, I think that was really cool. Um, obviously, the cold is brutal. Like, it, it's it's insane, but I love it. I mean. Like, it's very peaceful here. I mean, I love the air. I love everything surrounding it. So I enjoy it, definitely. Yeah, you said you went home. Where is that? Where do you Where do you call home now? Um, Detroit, Michigan. That's where my mom's side of the family yeah. is. Okay. So you you should hear a little bit about hockey in Detroit then, right? Not. Yeah, we hear a little bit about the Red Wings. But, um, you know, America is mostly about, like, basketball and football and stuff so when I got here and just like like I've gone to different bars like O2's um what's the wing place that they have the wing Wednesdays I've gone there and I see like a bunch of um Edmontonians they're Oilers fans and like just talking about like how hockey is like it's, it's just very exciting honestly uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. The playoffs are about to start, and this town, when the Oilers are in the playoffs, and when they're a good team like they are this year, this town's gonna go crazy. So you're you're about to witness something special in about a week or so when the playoffs begin. So uh, look forward to that. Have you watched the game at all on TV? Yeah, like I, I've seen. Um, I forgot. Like I went to O twos with um, a couple of my teammates before, and we've seen a game there. Um, like I, I want to watch, I want to go to a game and actually like watch it because like, and also I've seen them a bunch of my teammates play like the NHL game on the video game, man. I've yeah. never seen that before as well, and I'm like, okay, like obviously it's something different, but I mean, I'm excited to see how the town gravitates to the team and when they're winning because I mean it kind of shows an example on what this could be if you know what I mean when we start winning. So I'm 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 excited. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A very passionate sports uh, town, especially when their team is winning. They get crazy. Uh, and it's something that the Edmonton Elks haven't done for a while. Uh, it's been a tough few years uh, in Edmonton football-wise. I know talking to so many players during the offseason, and that's obviously the main focus, is to turn this thing around as quickly as possible this year. Yeah, like that's definitely our main focus. Um, that's the reason why I chose to come up like, I don't like losing. Like, I love playing football. I love being a part of a winning program and a winning team. And we play to win the game. Like, you don't play to lose. So um, that's one thing I appreciate with Coach Jones. Coach Jones wants to win. And if you want to win, shoot, you're an ally of mine. So I, I love him. So we're hey, – we, Everybody, we ha all have a like mind. We're building a team camaraderie. We've all been working together in Commonwealth. We do one-on-ones together. Um, it's just building that emotional bond and connection with our teammates. So it's like when you go out there fighting, it's like you're fighting for somebody you care you care about. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we we talk about it all the time, and we're we're going to show like it's going to be a difference this year. I guess everybody can work out at home and work out in the gym and get ready for the season, but it's a little different. I imagine when you're yeah, with your teammates and they're pushing you to get better throughout your off season. Yeah. It's way different. Like for instance, um, Jake Serezna, I mean, probably our best defensive player last year, um, being able to hit the field with him. Like he, he keeps on reiterating us to us like, Go 100%, even if you have to take like a little 20, 30 second break or a longer break, just push yourself to be 100%. So when your conditioning does get 
better your can you're conditioning your body to be 100% to go 100% all the time and once you hear it from Jake I mean he's a great player in this league he's a great player in general like I remember being on the practice roster and seeing when we played Montreal he got two turnovers in back-to-back plays like when I see something like that that's something I could gravitate to and I, that's somebody I could respect and listen to like because he just wants to win you know all right, you mentioned you got uh, you, you broke your finger in the game against BC, the last game of the regular season last year. Was that before or after the pick? Um, before, like that's why I had to I had to catch the pick with my like chest, and I was carrying it in my right hand because typically I understand like you want to have the ball in your outside hand if you fumble or whatever. But I really couldn't, like, you know, like it's kind of tough. So I, I was just carrying it with the right hand. So I mean. I'm I'm glad to get it fixed. So I mean, I can get more picks, and as a defense, we get as many picks as possible. Like we we like we we have a plan. We have a plan. Like it's going to be different this year. So you had the hand all heavily taped up, I guess, then, eh? Uh, yeah. Like I had the little two. Like they put the two right here, and then yeah. I was the adrenaline. You already know when your adrenaline's up, it's like. You don't really feel anything. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to do whatever, but you feel your adrenaline. Uh, you had the interception. You played two games. Uh, you didn't get any defensive tackles. And for a defensive back, that's a good sign, right? That means you didn't have to tackle a guy because your guy wasn't open. They couldn't throw him the ball. Yeah, I mean, that definitely is, I mean, a, a positive. Um, this year, I'm going to be, like, the zero tackles, I'm definitely going to be way more physical. I mean, I only had two games to show. So you will see a difference um, being able to watch film and stuff. Um, so, we could get um, we could get ahead of the change on defense. You know, like if you have corners that are tackling our physical, it's especially when the offenses are running like jet sweeps and sallies and stuff like that. If you have physical corners, like it takes the offensive coordinator like, oh, we're not just going to throw it in the flat all game, all game. So that's something I've been working on. And you like the team, everybody will see a difference for sure. Uh, go back to those two games. I imagine – those were the first games you'd played in a while, right? Because you'd kind of, you've been, you've been on and off rosters in the NFL for a couple of years. So it was, how was it to get back in and, and just play the game again? Man, it's such a blessing. Like just when you're a free agent and you're on the streets and you don't know like when's your next opportunity, because I mean, in football, I mean, you know how it is in life. You get cut. You never know what's your next step. Like it's always a, Oh, I don't, I know. I don't know. So I'm I'm just very grateful just to be able to play football and just to come out here and be live in a great country. Like, I mean, I've been to United, like I'm from the States, I've been to Egypt, I've been to Mexico. I mean, I love Canada. Like there's no negatives about Canada. Like, I mean, obviously people can say the weather and stuff like that, but I love it. And being able to play football with a coach that wants to win and team and the teammates that want to win, I mean, like you, there's not there, there's no negatives to that. So I mean, I'm just grateful for the Elks, Coach Jones, Coach Simon, Coach Bi for even having belief in me. My teammates, the equipment staff, Dan, Lisa, like you know, everybody just having belief in me. Oh, oh, my fault. They want to. But, uh, um, yeah. You brought up Chris Jones a couple of times. Uh, what was it like? learning uh his system and what's it like for you playing with him and does, does he compare to any other coach you've had along your career yeah um one thing i appreciate with coach jones is he wants to win um and professional football you you run into um people that 
you know, like that are just kind of whatever. They'll go with their guys that they've known for a while or they won't give um, they won't give like shots in practice. Like one thing I, I appreciate how Coach Jones runs practice. He actually gives players that he brings in a chance to actually show his stuff compared to other places. There might be a few reps here and there where, you know, you can't really show anything as a practice roster player. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I appreciate. Like he does give you opportunity to show your stuff. And um, just with that and everybody that understands that and competes, I mean, and they love football. I mean, you could you could just see like he gravitates to people that love football. So like anybody that loves football, that's an ally of mine. Like I love, I've, I've been playing this game. I remember when I was in this in the first grade, our teacher was like, um, he she said, oh, we're gonna learn about continents and stuff and whatever. And this is before we even learned about like everything. I just started drawing teams, like just college teams, NFL teams, just different football teams. And then, oh, then I finally started learning about like South America, Europe and Africa and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been like a football thing. I love it. up, great. So, so it's, uh, it's in your blood. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like football has always been there. That's why I'm excited to be on the Elks because everybody here loves it. Like, it's a grind here, but the fact that we love this game and we want to win, like, I, that's one thing I really appreciate about our team. You, uh, you got to play a couple games, as I mentioned, last year. You've learned the system a little bit. You've had a, an offseason to kind of soak it all up. How much does what you went through last year help you as you hit the training camp this year? It helps us a lot because, like, for instance, how, like, Toronto, how they won the Great Cup, but we – we gave them the game. Like, we're being honest. We gave them the game. So it shows us, like, it's it's a very close league. We're right there. Like, if like, we win certain things, we play field position, we're smarter, we understand how to execute. It's, it's right there. Like, it's right there. We just have to understand how to execute when the game is tight. Because what's crazy is playing in the CFL as well, like, the games are tight into the last moment. Like, so when it's tight at the last moment, you know your heart rate is all high and stuff like this. Oh, I'm nervous. No, just understand to focus, you know, meditate, execute. That's really what it is. And seeing how we just gave the games away, it shows us, like, no, we have to focus when the going gets tough. That's uh, a lot of guys have said to me, uh, and even Chris Jones has mentioned, got to learn how to win. Yeah, that's what it is. You can't learn to give the way the game away. You have to learn how to take the game and win. And we're we're building that, like being able to work out every day. Um, we could rely on each other all the time. Um, we're building that culture of where we're we're relying on each other and we're gonna take the game. Like we're not gonna give it up. All right. Well, weather's turning nice now. The snow's gonna be pretty much gone i think by by next week you've been working out in the field house with the guys uh i guess you're probably getting excited the next step is to take those workouts outside soon yeah i'm so excited like i've been um like our punter greg and our receiver gavin um we've been working with like we're about to start doing like punting and stuff like that so with the snow being off on the field you know that's a that's a great thing i mean also get vitamin d from the sun shoot i mean like, that's always a good thing than being inside. Like, it's, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's always a blessing to have an indoor and stuff, but being able to get vitamin D and feel the sun and to actually feel some punts and stuff like that from your teammates, I mean, I'm excited. Um, this next month is going to be great for us to get our in our mind frame. So when we do start camp, it's like we hit the ground running. It's not like a wall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
and everybody's looking forward to it. Uh, Donovan, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for, for talking with us and uh, enjoy the rest of the off season and uh, good luck as you head to uh, your uh, first training camp with the Elks. Man, Morley, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Um, I really do. And we're, we're going to, we're going to prove a lot of people wrong this year. Like you, hey, I, I'm excited. Like I appreciate it. And, I'm glad for all the team, for all the fans to be supporting us as well. Our thanks to defensive back Donovan Olumba for guesting with us this week. We'll talk more football in seven days' time. My name is Morley Scott. This is the Elks This Week on 630 Chet.